0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to analyzing CTP. I am your host, Coltrane. Thank you so much for joining us here today for this brand new series that will be going coming your way uh here today. Um, as we will be analyzing the Coltrane Productions, uh, some of you guys' favorite moments, favorite match. We're gonna go on over and what you guys say is the greatest fatal four-way in summer CTP summertime history, uh, which you have seen up summer SummerSlam on YouTube. So uh, I'm gonna go over this one. Um it's Samuel Lewis versus Leo West versus Johnny Evil Um versus Tyler Phillip in a Fatal Four way for the Chris World Daily Championship. A lot of was going on to this matchup. It's the sixth Daniel Summerslam. Obviously, last season six SummerSlam this match took place. Um Johnny Evil was the champion at the time. And this was his toughest challenge to date, you know, with these guys, all four of these guys having qualified matches to win, to get to this point. And a lot of people were pulling for Tyler Phillips to win this match. But said that Tyler Phillip was gonna do it. A lot of people said that the Tyler Phillips was going to do it or Johnny Evo was going to do it. A lot of people didn't, didn't, didn't put the faith in k to get the job done. K&S was um, uh, to get the job done at SummerSlam at all. They were not favored to win the World Tag Team Championships. And they were also not favored to win. Uh, Lewis was also not favored to win the Chris World Heavyweight Championships. A lot, a lot of story was going on with this one. And I'm going to analyze this matchup to beginning to end. Talk about some fun facts that goes you on know, carries over to this season and stuff like that. and you know, All that stuff. So two, one of the fun facts I want to talk about is that Johnny Evil and uh, Leo West—they are not going to be on SummerSlam. It'll be the first; they'll be the first time in their careers here in CTP that they will not be fighting at SummerSlam. There was almost a, a submission hold that knocked out Samuel Lewis from the match. Samuel Lewis almost lost this matchup. Uh, fun fact: if I if I did not go to Johnny Evil and break it up, Samuel Lewis would have tapped out, and Lewis would have. Um, lost and it, and it, and I and then the plan B would have been Johnny Evil was going to retain at that point. So there was almost a there was almost a submission hold that tapped out Lewis and we could have potentially had Johnny Evil retain his Creators World heavyweight Championship if that would have happened. Also um Samuel Lewis and Tyler Phillip will be making their second appearance at SummerSlam in their careers. They they appeared at season six SummerSlam um and they will also be appearing at season of, uh, seven SummerSlam uh, in, in the matches, Sammy Lewis is undefeated at SummerSlam. He won. He he won both of his matches last season. He looks to make it three and zero at SummerSlam and at, at Season Seven SummerSlam in, in Atlanta. Uh And Tyler Phillip is has not won a single match at SummerSlam. He's only had a Chris World Every Championship match, and he was the first one eliminated in that matchup. And he will not. Uh, he he will look to become the greatest. Will he will look to become greatest? Whether he will face Lorenzo Sampson at SummerSlam uh, in Atlanta. So we'll see if he can. Hopefully, get he hopefully can uh, get his first win at the biggest part of summer. You know, but we'll see about that if, if that happens. Um, and um, a lot of people have said that this was the most lit match, one of the best matches that I had at the time when this when this uh match was uh, produced and scripted. I just wanted to come out here and have fun. That's that's exactly what I did. I already knew that Sammy Lewis was gonna do what he had to do. I, you know, that, that double champion storyline was just on the table and I could not um you know, I, I could not squander, you know, and then with the fall, the fall that he had, just it just was perfect. Um, uh, you know, when Dwayne Frost came in and did what he had to do. Um it it, it just was a it just was a perfect story that I I just could not squander and could not uh not do. So um you know i'm glad it happened i'm glad we did this i'm glad that um samuel lewis did what he had to do um a lot of people said that, they, that this was one of their favorites um leo west you know he was being built up now he's not even i think i what my notes say leo west was not drafted uh you know but um at the time he was being built up you know, I I had a, I had a, I had a direction for all these guys. You know, Johnny Evil went away after he lost after he lost the title because he he had an injury and main main reason he did go away was because Third Strike did not make him in two K um, in two K um, twenty because two K twenty was so bad that we never really got that follow up that we wanted with Johnny Evil. I had to uh, rush it at the next pay per view, um, and um, he his story was ended um, after. At probably at, at, I believe it was Unforgiven it, it was either Unforgiven or Mega Man of a Reunion the story with um the story with um Johnny Evil was wrapped up uh before 2k20 um came up came about so that was that was that was it with that one um you know and Samuel Lewis you know just this, this was his this was his pivotal moment everybody was on his side a couple people were uh, were picking johnny evil to do it because johnny Evil was with their favorites you know it was either going to be here or either before um um before tickets when it came out that evil was going to lose the title but i just didn't know who to who i figured that this would be the perfect moment to do it because of you know the circumstances and what, what was going on with it so um i liked the, this one here uh, with lewis uh lewis uh losing um and um you know, Lewis Wayne and Evil losing right here, but you know, people. You know, as a matchup itself, it doesn't live up to the live up to the hype. I would say no. At the time, it was very very good, but I would say the greatest Fader four way that probably in series history is the WWE Championship Fader four way. I think that that one just had everything and more this one just for the cause yes this one was very good but overall it was not better than the the, four before we had at season six wrestlemania partly because that one had a little bit more story to it it had a little bit more a, a, a good climax to it um it wrapped everything up that needed to be wrapped up with that story so i i would disagree about this one being one of the best was it really good hell yeah it was good it was it was it was utterly fantastic it did what it need to do but i don't i feel that it's not the best you know what i'm saying um with everything going into it it felt big it felt like a big deal because of what sammy lewis did you know his you know his promise of walking out a double champion and fulfilling that promise you know it was just a picture perfect story to tell and the hype was there. The chat was on fire for it. The audience was pleased with the match and pleased with the ending. And they did say that that was the best, one of the best matches on the card, and it was the best match on the card. Uh, I, honestly, I had six-hour extravagance. This happened in the middle of the show, about you know, there's three, three a three-three-hour well, mark, four three and a half hour, almost four-hour mark. This match happened, and a lot of people said that this was match of the night. Um, the chat was on fire i was on fire uh, with production Uh, but it just does not hold up because of the commentary um and you know i had my cousin in the background it my that's my nephew in the background yelling and it was just it, it was just a mess with that one um but it did do what it needed to do and it did you know um you know service and and, and did of service what it had to do at the end of the day you know and it's still one of my favorite matches to go back and look at you know I probably have to mute it now because the commentary is bad. Okay. but if you watch it not with commentary and it, it's it's a very very good match and just let and, and let the crowd tell the story in the ring you're gonna have a good fine fine time yes you can watch it with you can watch it with the commentary yes you can um but it's not my best work it's not my best commentary because of you know distractions in the end it's in this live stream you can't you know don't have that advantage of pre-recording your commentary and there was some there there were some moves that were not you know called the right way but again it was it was a call match so it was easier to make up move names and stuff you had to call it the real names and stuff um but you know it like I said, for the time, it was one of my favorites. And it, when it was the best match at the time, you know, you know, even I don't think any takeover match was better than this at the time, you know, this was the pinnacle of me and my, my content, you know,
1: and there was about
0: eight people watching the match at the time live, eight people, eight, eight people saw the specialness of this near 30 minute I am fighter four way elimination match, um, between four guys that did what they had to do that, you know you know, told told a great story that did you know and delivered. You know. Um you can't say this match didn't deliver, it did deliver, um, on its promises, you know, at the at the end of the day. And Samuel Lewis was the greatest World Warcraft champion. it's the greatest for the Fatal Four Way of all time? No, I would say the one at but at this point, I'll say yes, it's the greatest Federal Fatal Four way in SummerSlam history because we haven't had a Fatal Four Way be this impactful in the series yet. at at the biggest part of the summer. Now that could change. We don't, we don't know the summer Some season some, some kinda of match card. That if there's a fair or four-way on that show, that could change. Um also again it's you know, you know, all that all the circumstances that go into that that can change and all stuff like that. Um and it was a two-year story with Sammy Lewis. You know, he came in at the telling of season five, uh two K eighteen. He was, he was in the series for nearly two years. And then after two years, he won the championship. And he was the Greatest World Air Champion. He was Sam Lewis was in the he was in the first Greatest World tournament. He didn't win it. And then at the end of the day, he finally got what he, what he wanted. And he beat he beat the guy. He beat the guy that Johnny Evil, who was having the best matches every single night on the card. He beat that guy. Um and at the end of the day it was an absolutely barn burner of a match um and a barn burner of a story so um i appreciate you guys um you know uh for doing what you for making that match mean something and doing what you gotta do at the end of the day with that match you know, that match because that, that match was for the fans, that match was just for, um, you know, do, do, you know, for the fans, that match was for the, you know, for the culture, you know, that's what I say. Well, I would to say for the culture, but you know, that was a fan match and you know, I gave back to my fans. I gave back to them at the best of their cause in the series and wanted to give calls stuff before the two. And I gave them a fantastic match at the end of the day, but it was, like I said, one of the best matches, and I'm, I'm sorry, but not the best played of all match. You know, I mean, you can argue, you can still hold it up as one of the, one of my favorite call matches. Still, you know, um, as as of right now, but you know, we'll see um, how if that opinion changes in the next few weeks. Because I think I might have some of my favorite matches coming up uh, with the season seven and stuff like that. But uh, let me know your thoughts. Did were you there whenever the seasons? Six SummerSlam match uh, premiered. Um, it premiered on August fourth, two thousand nineteen. That feels so long ago, but that was about two years ago. Um, to this day, um, I it premiered. Um, that was when the Mark era was. I call it was One. I, I call my I call my YouTube my YouTube Universe most errors. That was when the Mark era was still in full swing and full throttle. He was still my graphic designer, my one and only graphic designer at the time. Um, and we were on the road, I think we just hit a thousand subscribers. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, I have it written. I have the day we hit a thousand on my um on my um YouTube. So if my memory serves me correctly, we just we hit a thousand subscribers on July 30th. Um right before SummerSlam came out on the 30th. 2019 was the first was when we had our first thousand subscribers, and then we um had about almost we were on the road to 1,100, which we got in October 27, 2019. So, um, so we were, we were on the road to 1.1k at the time, um, and channel was going crazy. We did what we had to do, um, and um, that was still one of my favorite memories. You know, the 30th right right, right before I started my junior year of high school. I'll never forget because we started my junior high school four days. I started junior high school four days um after this show had uh, premiered. premiere uh, I not premier, I think I'm keep thinking the premieres. After this show had um was streamed and was done, my junior year of high school started. Um after that. And it was absolutely crazy, you know, to think and then the following, the following week we had the NXT Invades Toronto um, show, which which was uh one of one of um Mark's things that he that he created and stuff like that. So you know it was it was it was a crazy time, man. I, I would say it was a crazy, a crazy and a crazy and fun time to be a fan of CTP at the time. If you were there, um you were in a special class, you know, of fans, you know. I hold those fans to heart because that was one of my best years of high school. You were you 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 had the most Motivated Coltrane ever personally. I had I was personally mentally and physically. You had the most motivated Coltrane ever, period. Um, on YouTube. I, I think this early 2021 summer 2021 fall 2020, a little, a little bit in the fall 2021 Coltrane was very very motivated. But you the 20 that that 2019 year. You know when exile was here, and y'all had the most motivated Coltrane today, because I everything was clicking for me. Everything, personally, my life was at its peak, and this was pre-COVID nineteen too. So my life was at its peak of good, and y'all had the most motivated Coltrane to date. Honestly, 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 honestly. So, y'all should feel proud. Y'all should feel proud. Y'all should feel um, grateful. You know, y'all should feel good that you guys were a part of that era. And so much happened in that span of less than a year going into 2019, going into 2020, 2K20, and, you know, and all that stuff like that. And then we just got kept getting better and better and better and better. But there's that one show that you go back and remember and say this is when your when your peak was starting to start. And you still haven't hit your peak yet. It's so when you it's just when you the momentum was carried over. Um yeah like I said, most motivated culture in today. The second most motivated culture in today's culture. You know, for for real, for real. I have a lot of things that my personal life's not as good as my personal life is good i'm missing i'm missing that girlfriend factor right now so that's not good you know school is you know it's for first semester i'm getting used to college so it's it's getting in there and you know i'm starting, just trying to get used to things with this um and then you got you know like i said everything was, was going good with that so so that's why i said it's the second most motivated but youtube wise i'm great i'm motivated i um, wish i had more time to do it personally but uh, and um, you know, friends-wise, I'm awesome. Social media-wise, I'm awesome. But just that per that personally, I'm just not. You know, it's been it's been a hard, hard, hard year. Um, and it's only going to get harder as we um go along. So that's. Where I stand, today. that's why I said that this was the, um you know, my favorite time. Time because everything was clicking. The cut, co- the production night might not be there, but the audience was there. The the care was there. Everybody, everything was clicking, and I was very, very, in a very, very good mood. Honestly, so there you go. Thank y'all so much. For everything, I appreciate you guys' support. You're the best fans in the world. Remember that. Remember, you're the best friends in the world. Thank you all so much for all you do. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the Analyze CTP, what should I analyze next? You decide what's the next thing I analyze. Should it be a match, a, a, a segment, a, a show? What should we go back and watch and tell fun facts of and talk about things that almost happened, talk about things that could have happened and stuff like that? What do you want me to analyze next? It's going to be a podcast exclusive um series. Um I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, you know, let me know and then give me some feedback on it. Um, i Appreciate you guys so much. You guys you know, some fun facts about me and some fun facts about what's going on right now and, you know, how everything come how everything came together. Um so thank y'all so much for all that. I've been your host Coach. Train. This has been the Train Talks podcast and we will see you all in the next episode. Stay safe. Remember to be glorious at every single thing you do. We'll see y'all for more Season 7 of Universe Mode, which is coming very, very